on Sky Sports Radio. You're listening to Racing HQ. Racing HQ. And now, a complete analysis of the form for today's major New South Wales race meetings. All right, uh, we're going to go to a couple of meetings in New South Wales, or one meeting in New South Wales to look at uh, Corindite. And we've also got a Canberra meeting today as well uh, in the nation's capital. Let's start in Corindite, though, for this preview. And uh, Belinda Smith is joining us. Hello, mate. Hey, David. Uh, good morning. And you're having an absolutely cracking day. It's meant to get really warm, around 36 degrees. And I think they predicted a storm too, but let's hope we miss it and we're on the way home before it hits. Well, let's hope so too. And, uh, mate, we'll start with this two-year-old race on a big day, Corindai. Uh The Too Darn Lovely uh, is your favourite. Gee, these two darn hots can gallop. They've got plenty of speed, even money. You've got uh, Acerudo at three fifty, and this one time at five fifty. Yeah, um, I'm with the favourite. I think even money looks fair enough about her. She was brilliant to win on debut. She showed abundant speed and beat Madame Fiocca, who's since come out to place its next start at Hawkesbury. And the third horse hasn't disgraced itself in behind her. The horse that's come out to win the Walker Cup. She's since been out for a little eight-week let-up. She's shown similar speed in a recent trial and closer to the line in pretty good time. So as we know, Corindai can be a little bit horses for courses, but looking at her action, as she gives the impression she'll handle it, and she looks very hard to beat. The danger for mine is this one time. The first starter, or she is the first starter for the Rod Neldon camp. Uh, the stable's flying of late. Only had the one trial at the home track. The time was probably slightly slower than Too Darn Lovely, but did finish ahead of Sarons, who did place in a list of race at Flemington on debut. The top weight, as a Rito, we had the three trials before the Brock Ryan yard. The little bit uh, green in running, he's had the tendency to get his head up, but when he's put it together, he's looked impressive, and the full revolutionised look the best of the rest, uh, showed good speed in a recent trial at Musselbrook, 5-9, 1-4. We go to race number two on the card uh, today at Corindai. Dollar thirty-five here for Master Miyagi. I know he's probably wearing punters thin, but I think he finds the right race today. I thought he was brilliant last start in the Walker Cup, and he probably gives the impression the last couple of uh, runs Aaron Bullock has jumped aboard, ridden him a little bit quieter, and he's been finding the line nice. So the twelve hundred with a soft gait. The fact that he handled Walker gives me every impression that he should handle this track. And he does look very hard to beat, albeit very short. The horse I've had a little speck each way on is the 11, a Toka. Now, she's probably been patchy in a prior form, but she looks to be right back on track, this preparation she's placed at the track in the past. And I think she goes around overs here. The 12, Minari Miss. Now, she's had two runs or one run for the new yard. She's now with the Sue Grills yard, but... In the past, she's been a completely different galloper when she can lead and dictate. She's appeared to be very green and a little bit field shy. So up to the 1,200, she could take, find the front and take a little bit of running down. And Jodie Girl, though, she's been a very naughty girl of late, but the recent trial has been much better. She's down the front. She won the trial in OK time, and that bit there going on may help her out here. 6, 11, 12, and 10. We're going to race number three on the card at uh, Corindai <laughs> and 2.50 here. My mate, Kate. I've gone the other way in Utopian Spirit. I thought he wasn't too bad a bet last night on four line. He went up around the $5 mark. He has tightened up a little now, but he's been doing a good job of late. He had a couple of runs for the Wayne Brown Yard, uh, although uh, the Paul Isaac always remained in the ownership. He jumps back into the, the Paul Isaac Yard and... 
He was pretty impressive a few runs ago at Inverell. He's been good since without a whole lot of luck, and he looks to get his chance today. The danger for mine is Rock Barton Island. He's had two runs back. He was good over this track and trip last preparation. He did want to have a little bit of a crow hop last start <coughs> Pardon me, at Newcastle, and he's since been back to the trials and done everything right. The 11, my mate Kate, she uh, looks to get everything in her favour today. She had two runs back placed on both occasions. And the six, cunning kitty, gets a step back in grade. 14, 1, 11 and 6. We're going to uh, race number four on the card. Your favourite here at 270 is uh, So You Knew? Yeah, I've gone... Um... <coughs> Sorry, I'm just like, coughing up a lane here. You right, mate? Um, yeah, just... Um, I've gone the way of So You Knew. Uh, to be honest, so I really swung back and forth between here and Outback Archie, but he does look very well placed today. So You Knew, he's a, a former Golem Galloper. He resumes in a new yard uh, with probably around five, six weeks between runs. But the last start over the 1800 at Eagle Farm was fair enough. He was only beaten around two and a half lengths. But he did hit the front and just wanted to pull up in the later stages. He, in the past, he's only been a winner over the mile. He steps back to the mile, back to country grade with a soft rower, and providing he handles the track, he does look very hard to beat. The danger for mine is Outback Archie, as I touched on. Uh, Perry's horses just grow a leg when they come to Corindai. Uh, although he took a few goes to win a maiden, he's been around about since, and he's another one that possibly didn't run out the 1800 last start. The three, Rockbarton Ice, uh, Although well beaten on debut last preparation, there's been eight subsequent winners come out of the race and the first start win at Newcastle was brilliant, albeit in country grade and the top weight three times the lady. I thought the effort was tidy behind Sydney last start. Just the gate was the worry for me today. Five, six, three and one. Okay. <laughs> uh, race number five and um, indicative here is a three ten favourite. I'm really keen on Stock the Rose. I've made him one of my best and been racing very good since arriving in the uh, in the Craig Martin yard. I thought he was brilliant in defeat last start at Walker and today he looks to get a, the perfect setup and does look very hard to beat. The top eight indicative, uh, probably the gate was the thing that swung me away, but he possibly has the speed to overcome it. And if he does, <laughs> he'll take a bit of running you down the tent. Oh, I know, it's terrible. The more you don't want to cough, the worse it is. Yeah. The 10 Monazelle's flying this preparation. She's won two from three. This is probably a little bit harder today, but she gets in good with the claim and is racing with confidence. And the eight chowder doesn't win out a turn, but the recent runs have been very good. Five, one, ten and eight. Okay, let's go to race number six. Uh, this one is the Lightning and 380 here for Define Heart. Yeah, I made a case for leave me some at a bit of a price. Uh, I know you probably look at the gate and really want to draw a line through her. She comes up with the outside draw, but back to the 1100 in what looks to be a very fast run race. So she was probably always going to settle back there anyway. I expected to go back near last and I expected to be absolutely storming home late and probably a... Uh, Interesting to note, she's had one goal at the track in this race two years ago and she was only narrowly defeated. So obviously the obviously obvious choice is Defiant Hart. He's first up without a trial, so the yard will be imperative, but he was ultra impressive last preparation, wasn't far away at, mid- at midweek grade and was a winner 
of the rusty spanner at Musclebrook prior to the spell. The eight River Del Sol, I don't think you can read too much into the margins there, Starfa. She copped a bit of a check at the 600 metre mark in the lightning handicap at Walker and lost ground at a vital stage, but I did think that she found the line nicer in the concluding stages. And the six, very sharp. Uh, she's a handy mare, and I think we see the best of her fresh. She just needs to begin on terms. Seven, one, eight, and six. Okay, race seven. This one's the cup. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, 380 for Stay Safe. I think that's a fair enough price for him. He's been doing a brilliant job since arriving in the Brett Kavanagh yard. Uh, although he, probably the race he won a couple of starts ago was only in Class 1 company. Prior to that, he'd, he'd been placed in open, open company behind Seguso in the open sprint. He always looked a horse that was going to get out over further. As you know, he won by a space at Ballina. And then last start, uh, I'm just happy to draw a line through that. Admittedly, he was a little disappointing. You can make excuses. He was 3D without cover and probably not a whole lot went right. But I just think he was having an off day and he's better than that. The six stands are in the dark. He was brilliant to win the World Cup last start. I probably always queried him on an undulating track. But he uh, put my worries... Uh, to the side, and he was brilliant. He sat three and four deep. The triple was far too good. Kobe Bittler's riding well and sticks with him again today. The five Sabuki has absolutely grown a leg since arriving in the Wayne Brown yard. Uh, placed two from four and hasn't been far away uh, on the Kenzo track. Two of those last four runs in the facings. And the top weight general Soho, uh, Paul Perry, has a brilliant record in this race. I think I, was, I found some old records last night. He's something like five of the last seven years he's won, or four of the last seven years he's won the the Corindai Cup. A general Soho, the last start winner at Provincial Grey. He's just going to need a lot of luck from the gate, but I think he gets the right man aboard. Two, six, five, and one. Okay, uh, and we move to the lucky last. This one at twenty past five, and your favourite here is Ramones at one seventy five. Yeah, he looks the one here, doesn't he? He's a former Joe Pride galloper. He resumes. First up in the new yard, uh, but the the first up of uh, the recent trial that's going over the thousand metres was ultra impressive. He showed abundant speed. He found the front and first up over the twelve hundred metres. I think he would just crash to the front around this tight turning track, and all he has to do is handle it to be very competitive here. The danger from mine is Dent's little sister. Uh, she goes around at a bit of a price. I thought she was dreadfully unlucky. She was pretty much untested down the straight, which had only been around two and a half behind Canny Prospect last start. I think from that inside gate up in Trip, uh, Jake Pracy Holmes may press the button and he may possibly hold out the favourite. The two lost my Cowboys had one run back, got back, uh, found the line nice. Looks right to do something here and the top weight in the here uh, was going into defeat at Walker last start. Eight, six, two and one. Okay, all right. Um, now, uh, Quaddy and Best, please. Uh, Quaddy wise, I've gone first leg five, one and ten. Second leg seven, one and eight. Third leg two, six, five and one. And the fourth eight, six, two and one for $144. I did have two bests, but obviously with the scratching of car rules from Master My Argue, tightened right up in the market. So just race five, number five, stock the rose for mine. Great stuff. Have a great day, mate. Same to you, Dover. There's Belinda Smith. Let's go now to Canberra because we've got a big day down there. And joining us is Graham White. Hello, Whitey. G'day, Dave. Yeah, really big day, Dave. We're only two weeks out, of course, from the Black Opal. And uh, we've got the lead-up race for that and plus a few others today. So nine races, really strong program. A big contingent of Sydney horses coming down for it. And, uh, 
Yeah, really looking forward to it, Dave. A very strong meeting. Okay, the first over the 1,300, 260 here for Tay-Tay Bay. Surely this is the omen for the week. <laughs> you would think so, wouldn't you? And our Jotting is, but he's a bit of a dancer. So is Jack Martin. He'll ride it. I've got it in my numbers. I just thought up to me might be the way to go. Did run second last start behind Flying Impala. It came out and won at Hawkesbury yesterday as it heads towards the country championship race there at Maruga. So up to me, uh, after chasing home Flying Impala last start, second of this latest appearance, home track, and finds a nice draw and she'll get a nice run. So I've gone for it from Spritzy Lass. I thought this horse was excellent on debut, closed off really well. Another little bit, and she probably wins the race. So her stable mate's been scratched. Uh, the two, Tay-Tay Bay, pretty good. Uh, did run third behind Dark Glitter. It won at Hawkesbury. It got going late last start. So um, an improving type, just keeps getting a little bit better, not far off a win. And the top one here, Levis Criminalibus, I think that's how you pronounce it, pronounce it um, was under, under a hole. Its debut here is at 1,300 metres. One of a fair few uh, debutants that Keith Dryden's got today. So we've just got to keep an eye on the top one. Disclosed form tells me after its last run, up to me, it'll be hard to beat in the first. So three, eight, two, and one. Uh, we go to race number two on the card, and uh, this is over the 1,000 metres. Favourite here is pick six at 260. But six horses on debut here, and I was taken by the trial of pick six for Bryce Hayes. Brock Ryan draws the widest, but jumps basically eight out of eight now. Did run fourth in a trial behind Toromina. It's won two out of four, and I just like the way it hit the line without being pushed too much. So I like it. Horse number four, our favourite pick six from the six, Sutton Vella. Uh, went back to its trial back in September. It was really good. It ran second in the trial. Could have won. It was held in the run to the line. Trained on the track by Gratzfella. Really good trial. As was number nine, Holber Gold. Found the line nicely in a trial win there at Goulburn. And a nice little horse on the way through for the Matthew Kelly stable. And I thought the 10 serial offender tried hard last start. It's got the race experience on its side over those other three horses that I have selected who are on debut. Pretty solid there last start when running second. There wasn't much between those horses. Four, six, nine, and ten. And what about Retreat Pete? Two twenty-five in race three. Yeah, one of my best bets of the day. I like it. I think Keith Drive's got a pretty good chance. Tyler Schiller will ride this one. Only blemish was a uh, zero there three starts ago. Form all the way through has been solid. Finds a very suitable race. Not a strong lineup. So I've gone for Reed Petit from the six. Uh, Gatchan just keeps getting a little bit better. This horse repaired nine. Norm Garner won there three starts ago and then was really good running second at its next appearance and just behind the place getters at its next appearance are the three. Vagua for Annabelle Nisham. Uh, it's a winner over 2,200 metres. The place getters out of that race have won since. It's had two trials in preparation for its return and the 10, which is Halkus. I got up at big odds down there at uh, Sapphire. When it won a super maiden at odds of $61 when it had blinkers on for the first time. Draws nicely, barrier to 54 kilos. So it won't be starting 61 today, Dave, but I've got it in my numbers, 8, 6, 3 and 10. OK, 8, 6, 3 and 10. We go to race number four on the card. Favourite here is uh, Ever I Do at $4. Yeah, gets the blinkers on for the first time for the Dryden Stable. Um, ran third first up, but won its previous two. So I think the blinkers will improve it. I just thought Koning might go okay here first up uh, for the Freedman Stable. Uh, won two starts ago. Uh, won a maiden, uh, won a class one when it was still a maiden as a dollar eighty favourite. Uh, Sixty-one and a half. It's enough weight, but I just thought it was a good opportunity for it. Ever I do um, was not too bad there last start. They put the blinkers on it, so that'll certainly uh, fire it into action. The five Das Capital, strong last start, was working up to that win before finally breaking through. And the two Miss Gent on her home track, 
I said the two runs back from a spell draws the inside in a race where there's a fair few chances. I've just found a little bit of value in Coning. Wouldn't surprise me if any one of the top five won it. I think it might be one. One, three, five and two. Okay, race five. And your favourite here, $4, Lola Bunny. Yeah, interesting horse having its first start for uh, Richard Litt. Went back and watched its uh, replays uh, when it raced in Victoria. It was pretty good in a couple of those runs, Dave. Uh, when it won, uh, this horse, Lola Bunny, it beat uh, Thylas. It's had two wins in a row since and was fifth in a Group 3 vanity. So the form's pretty good for Lola Bunny, so we'll be keeping an eye on it. I just thought Iconic Treasure did enough last start to suggest it might be on a bit of a, a, bit of a turn to keep winning. Uh, it's only lightly raced. And just got a little bit of upside. It's got similar form to some of these horses that uh, Joseph Pride brings down, and they can always sort of string a few wins together. So we'll go for Iconic Treasure from the 11th, Stormy Revolution. It's the last start winner as well. was pretty good in uh, doing so. The one, Emancipus, uh, draws out wide. It's had the benefit of a couple of runs back from a spell. And the seven, Young Rebel, just had the one run back, draws the inside, second up for Andrew Atkins. But a few chances in race five, two eleven, one and seven. Okay, that's two eleven, one and seven there. Race six at to Canberra today. This is the cup preview. Uh two ten here for not a bad buy. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good uh first up winning and then I just thought it was a little bit fair last start. Uh draws the inside, so you think it would probably try and lead, uh, typical of the Borderhouse bot runners. I've gone for the two though. I thought the uh form around it was being pretty good. It won a couple in a row. Uh, for the Dale Stable, Nick Haywood having a great season. He's up to oh, geez, he's up to about 45 or six winners already. And I thought Kipton Newey represented pretty good value from a as lad. This horse was gallant, uh, running second at his latest appearance. It hit the front and held on really well. Uh, the five, not a bad buy, as we said. Uh, it'll look the winner at some stage. It will probably lead. And the four one a its last win was in the Forbes Cup back in 2022. It's been around the mark since. And certainly the other one that's a little bit of a chance here is uh, Parias, the six, uh, one that starts two and three, and this is its first try at 2,000 metres. But there's a few options here, Dave. A little bit of value in race six, the cup preview, two, three, five, and four. Now the Black Opal preview and Amazing Eagle 230 is favourite here. What a race this is. Um, we've got a few horses that are having their first starts. We've got a few from the major stables. We've got Keith Drive with a few runners. Brad Whip's got a couple. Uh, Brad Whitup's got a couple of nice runners here. Yeah, really good race, and we'll see some of these horses in a couple of weeks' time. Very difficult, Dave. The top ones have got the Sydney form, of course. Beer Barron, second on debut at Big Odds, and then failed last start. Amazing Eagle battled on well at his debut in the trial world the other day and was held. So they're my main two, Beer Barron. I, I like the odds about it. Uh, with Billy Owen aboard, I think it can come out on top. It'll probably lead. It'll be right there. Amazing Eagle's pretty good at its debut behind a very handy horse and has trialled very, very well since. The eight arts alive. I didn't mind this horse uh, for Brad Whitup. Draws out a little bit, but it's um, was beaten in a one million and two million dollar races its past couple of starts. So should find this company a lot more suitable today. But in saying that, it's a strong enough race. And number three, you know, the Dragon's probably going to get out to a little bit of a silly price just because it's drawn wide. But it'll surge forward. It was a very short price favourite on debut when it won at Canberra. It was a big run in the small field, Dave. It was three wide, and was still able to just edge out a couple of horses that go around today. Uh, just a shame it's drawn out wide, but a lot of chances in one of our features. It's worth fifty thousand, two one eight and three. Right, uh, so that's uh, the seventh, the eighth today is the sprint preview, and uh, Dayrami is four forty. Yeah, what a great field this is. A lot of strong chances. Here's the Largo's the last start winner, tap and run for Ronnie Stubbs coming off that big win last week in the country championship. Fangella racing so well. 
Oh, really good race. And Invitational's first up off a break and trialled really well the other day. It's had one start in 11 months, but um, did finish midfield last year in the championships, of course. This is the race of the day, in my opinion. Uh, we lost Flying Impala, who won yesterday. Two, five, three, even four. I'll go for Fangella. Brendan Ward's had three rides on this horse for three wins, and he's back on board today. Uh, was pretty good last start and one prior to that, so kept closing off really well last start. I like it. Wardy knows the horse well, so we'll go for it from Invitational. It was hard to leave this horse out of my top selection. She's got a little bit of class on her side. Really nice mare. Trialed terrific the other day, I thought. Uh, the three tap and run continues to race so well. Well placed. Uh, he'll be finding the line well. And the four, which is Zalago. Impressive winning there last start. There's a few chances, Dave. A good field. I've left out Dorami, but you can't put them all in. Two, five, three and four. Okay. All right. Uh, let's look at the last two, mate. Uh, the last, of course, favourite 210 here, Missile Leader. Yeah, best bet of the day, uh, impressive horse, really good last start. Uh, there was nothing between second to about seventh going across the line, and this horse was able to run third in a highway. I was really taken by the run. His form's been good all the way through, gets to the right distance, home track. So Missile Leader, best bet of the day. From the one sizzling caddy, Led did something different last start. Uh, he was placed in the same race as Dream Inherit last start. He doesn't have to put up with Dream Inherit. He'll go around at Wagga on Sunday. So Sizzling Cat, the main danger, the nine, uh, which is Overrice, never too far away, been consistent of late, nearing a win after three runs back from a spell, placed as past few. And Kingston Charm, similar statistics, uh, third up from a spell, gets out to the right distance, 1,600 metres. But Missile Leader for mine, I think uh, home track, right distance, very hard to beat. Three, one, nine and six. Okay, beautiful, mate. Uh, what about uh, your quadium best, please? Yeah, well, I like Missile Leader, Dave, and then the stable mate, Reed Petit, but uh, certainly tune in for those later races on the program today. They're really good, all those lead-up races to the features. Uh, the quaddy today, 2, 3, 5, 4 and 6 in the first leg. Then it's numbers 2, 1, 8 and 3. Then the last two legs, I think we can get it uh, 2 and 5 only, so it's Fangella and also Invitational. And then in the last, just numbers 3, 1 and 9. Great stuff. Thanks so much for that, mate. Have a good day. See you, Dave.